Bush and Richie here with uh, another. Um, start again. <laughs> I did it well. Bush and Richie here with another home time podcast for you, and uh, you're going to hear uh, Richie, of course, during the course of the show. But he's masked very well the beginnings, the the burning embers, the beginnings of a cult. I don't want to. I don't want to harp on about it. You but, don't. Uh, you know, you're not a person that, that dwells on these things. I'm. I, I am a fighter when it comes to illness. That's good for you. You've had a couple of bottles of LucasAid. I have. Yes. And uh, I just want to, at this stage, right at the beginning of the podcast, which we've nearly completed the show as it goes, uh, to offer you a flaming bush drink. <laughs> We, we created it on this show a couple of weeks ago. It, the offer's there, a bit of uh, hot Ribena, a bit of Tabasco. What? Do you know what? I think I'm going to be all right. No, it will get rid of your cold. <laughs> it will get rid of that cold. Um, once again, no. Have a listen. Do the show. Have a little listen to the podcast and make a full decision at the end. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Do you ever see weird things abandoned in the street and wonder what the story is behind these items? Uh, I found the weirdest thing outside our house. Honestly, really, really weird collection of items. Been walking past this thing all week. And like I say, I've been wondering... What is the story behind that? How did it end up being there? Uh, on our road, by the tree that's outside our house, is what can only be described as a hastily removed and dropped pair of scats. <laughs> or whatever the current phrase is for underpants, undercrackers, grundies, whatever. Uh, they're, they're Calvin Classic, it says on them. So it's a wet pair of dropped underpants at the bottom of a really tall tree. Um, it's like a reverse Newton or something. Now, when you say Calvin Classic, is that... Um... Is that a sub-brand of Calvin Klein I'm not aware of, or is it knockoff? This is one of the things that I've been <laughs> pondering as I've walked past it on my way into work. I mean, I remember my... Uh, I think it was my nan or my mum getting me and my brother uh, Calvin Club boxer shorts from Birkenhead Market <laughs> when we were kids. I thought that was the only kind of rip-off of uh, Calvin Klein, but maybe Calvin Classic is. <laughs> I'm not sure. But uh, there is a pair of wet pants under a tree, like... What is all that about? How did they even get there? There's definitely a story to it. I dare say to you, it could equally be a sign. A sign? Less than a story. Like a warning? I mean, isn't there that thing that if people throw shoes tied together by the shoelaces over a wire, that's gangs? Apparently so. What's wet underpants at the base of a tall tree? <laughs> I'm not cool enough to know, but I know our hometown audience, they're a knowledgeable bunch. Is there, I mean, is there something big coming up in your life that uh, a pair of hastily discarded... Scats. ..grey Calvin classics could pertain to? Well, Everton are playing Leicester City in the uh, League Cup tonight. Is it football-related? Is it something to do with Jamie Vardy? Could be. I feel like someone's been up in that tree as well. Yeah. They've dropped directly below. <laughs> so you reckon this might be a sign? I well, think it could be a sign. It could be. It could be anything to do with the show. Might not just be about me. Could be. Hey, don't bring me into this. <laughs> it could be about you, Richie, as well. <laughs> I ain't mine. <laughs> a twelve fifteen. if you think wet, discarded underpants at the base of a tree could be a sign uh, about anything to do with our lives, or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. See into our future. Might regret this. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Wednesday's Hometime, Bush and Richie, Absolute Radio. Uh, Dave in Devon says those discarded grey Calvin classics outside your front door could be a reflection of Everton's performance this season. Oh, come, let's not start that. <laughs> 16 minutes this past four. This is Dave, it's not me. He's one of my own as well. He might be from Torpedos. He could like be, I am. Yeah. So let's not get off to that kind of start. Uh, let's point you in a more... Uh, imp- Actually, he's a Dave. He's a Dave. He's a Dave. We need a Dave. We, we need do. our eighth Dave of Christmas on the show this evening. We've been touring the United Kingdom and hearing the beautiful voices. Dave's have got lovely voices, haven't they? They really have. Absolute 
Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, we're expecting Chris Rea to start his journey home for Christmas round about quarter to six this evening, uh, which is uh, very exciting news uh, with just a week to go until the big day. Joe, we're very excited to speak to him. Uh, yeah. Obviously, it's dependent on Chris being able to pull over and chat to us and stuff Obviously, as well. he'll do it safely. But the amount of people that have been tweeting saying they can't wait to hear from him. I know, it's, it's great. Stick with us here on this show. Meanwhile, we're talking about, until then, a pair of wet underpants at the base of a tree, as you do. Uh, it's at the end of our, our road. Wet Calvin Classic boxer shorts, underpants, scats, grundies, undercrackers, whatever you call them, discarded at the base of a tree. Richie suggested it might be a sign. Do you think it could be a sign? Uh, no name attached to this particular theory, but someone with a bit of intel about the Calvin Classics. Good old Calvin Classics. Uh, I had a pair myself. Uh, it was a market version of the proper brand. If my memory serves me right, the waistband was shoddy. Uh, so maybe this person went commando rather than deal with the saggy undies. The saggy bit at the bottom. Uh, Tom Booth has tweeted a photo of uh, what appears to be a pair of knickers hanging from the inside of a forklift truck. So it's 35 years ago. These knickers were found in the works loo. Nobody knows who they belong to, so they've been on the uh, forklift truck ever since. Also, no females worked here at the time. Vintage knickers and vintage forklifts. Um, it's almost like a good luck charm. 35 years. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, we've got Andy on the line. Andy, what's your theory about the pants? Uh, I don't know. I just think I thought, maybe, I don't know. I was just a bit worried thinking what, like, what could possibly be. I thought, you obviously see a glow on a railing. I thought, what's the pants in the bottom of the tree? I thought, it's very treasure. It's got to be. <laughs> Buried treasure under the pants. What, someone's maybe put the pants there to remind them that that's where the treasure is? Yeah, you know, a tree could be just thing, but who's going to work under a pair of pants? <laughs> they're they're, they're a, a fairly sizeable pair, in fairness, yeah. Have yeah. You, ever, you ever had a pair of uh, Calvin Classics, Andy, at all? I've seen a pair, um, but I've never owned one pair myself. OK, interesting that you've seen a pair, but never owned a pair. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them in shops. I've seen them in shops. I don't like... I don't, I don't own. Oh, OK, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So, on your logic, just to uh, just to be clear on this, it's 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 hidden treasure underneath the Calvin Classics. Somebody's obviously thought, I need to put this away somewhere, but to keep it yeah. safe, I'm going to take my pants off and cover the treasure with it. That's it, because no one's going to look under a dirty pair of pants. No one is going to look under a dirty pair of pants. <laughs> Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with uh, Bush the and Richard. is very much on right now. It's our eighth Dave of the 12 Daves of Christmas, and it's time to meet which Dave it is. Who is this? Dave from Devon. <laughs> wow, he's, he's getting musical already. I like, I like it. <laughs> Straight in with the song. No messing around. Dave, great to have you on. You're going to be our eighth Dave of Christmas. It's lovely to speak to you. Which bit of Devon are you from? Exeter. Brilliant. My mum and dad live in Exmouth. It's a very nice part of the world down there. Have you got a favourite pub in Exeter? Um, uh, Witherspoons in Carrick Street. Good lads. <laughs> Fine taste. <laughs> on Route 1. Favourite night? Do you have, is it Curry Club or Steak <laughs> Tuesday or whatever? Chinese takeaway normally. All right, good lads. <laughs> OK, brilliant. He knows likes. He does indeed. And we know already he's musical, so we don't need to ask about that intel. It's a beautiful voice. So, Dave, we'll get straight on with it because there's only a week to go. It's all very exciting. Good luck, Dave. You ready Here for we this? Go. You ready for this, Dave? Sure am. Do you want to try Do Re Mi Fa So Ti Da Lo? Whatever it goes, however it works. Do Fa Mi Fa Lo Da Di Do. He's had a few. <laughs> <laughs> Here goes. On the 
eighth day of Christmas my true love gave to me. Day from Newcastle. Day from Honsey. Day from Kent. Yes. Day from Whitehall. Day from Northampton. Day from East Kilbride. St Andrews. Yes. <laughs> he could be our best Dave yet, you know. <laughs> what, Dave from East Kilbride? Uh, oh, he's... he's <laughs> we seem to lose... It loses the plot a little bit it after does. Dave 5. <laughs> but, however, I think Dave from Devon right there... No, I think you're right. Very strong scene. Very, voice. very good one. If you want it to be you tomorrow and your call Dave, 8, 12, 15, drop us a text. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Two pairs of jeans. That's all I'm down to now after I said goodbye earlier on today uh, to the... I'd, I'd call them a stonewashed colour that I'd uh, been hanging on to as my third pair of jeans. Were these the ones that you were going to bring to 80s versus 90s Live? I was going to bring them to 80s versus 90s Live. Uh, probably was a good job I didn't because we were quite physical on stage. We were very physical. Um, but um, they've been going in the gusset and they went They went this morning, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear that. So, uh, so yeah, they're in stonewashed, the bin. Stonewashed jeans. You, mm. you own... Stonewashed jeans. Yes, I didn't think they. Well, were... not anymore. They're in the bin. But were they a joke? Like as a comedy? No, pair... they weren't. They were... I kept them for weekends. Weekends. <laughs> All right. It's... I didn't think people wore stonewashed jeans anymore. <laughs> well, I can't. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm speaking them in the past tense. So yeah, just two pairs of jeans is what I'm left with, and I, 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 I'm just a little bit interested to find out what is the, what is the accepted number of jeans that one should own. Well, see, I, I am. Um... Uh, an interesting case in that I've only got one belt we've talked about that before Mm. on the show but I have 12 pairs of jeans now I don't know whether that's excessive to me in my life it does feel a little bit too much but your two jeans for me is the equivalent (laughs) of me being 98% full on my my cue box makes me feel a bit sick and panicky yeah so uh, I would like to ask of the home time audience tonight a little jean audit of the UK just to find out I think I think we're all you know no it's fine Yeah, yeah. we, we all own our jeans but do you ever actually know how much the other person owns? Because you might have too few, I might have too many. We don't know where we stand, do we? <laughs> I think it's an interesting question to ask. It is. So now's the time for answers. 8, 12, 15, we can tweet us at Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio, where real music matters. It's home time on a Wednesday night. 16 minutes past five. Chris Rear driving home for Christmas on this show before six. The 2019 Hometime Gene audit is underway. Here's a referendum that won't bite you on the bum. <laughs> uh, so uh, I had to throw a pair out this morning, so uh, I'm just down to the two pairs of jeans. What co- tell us what colours are they? What have you got? Uh, the ones I'm wearing, which I say are standard blue. Standard blue, yeah. And then uh, jet black. Wow, so you've literally got them two options. Yeah, exactly. What kind of... Uh, what are they, boot cut? Like... Skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. Skinny yeah. jeans, all right, and that's cool. Yeah. I just but, think that's too few. But Bush has 12. 12 pairs of jeans. So is there a happy medium, or are one of us more right than the others? Your views and your numbers, please. Can I just say as well that jeans are so resilient that I find it quite hard to throw them out. I don't know if anyone else has that situation. You know, like other tracks. Well, like, my gusset wasn't resilient. That's a very good point. That, <laughs> so that's that, why I had to go. That is the hole in my arguments. It's the thighs, mate. Is that what it is? Thunder thighs. <laughs> uh, evening, lads, says Brian. Uh, I own three pairs, but the flies bust on my favourite pair, so I now have to wear a jumper or a coat with them when I'm out. What is going on? See, you see, there's the thing. It goes a little bit with your point here. When you've got a favourite pair of jeans, you don't want to throw them out. 
even if it does mean you're walking around with your flies down. That is, he consciously sort his life out. Bush and Ritchie, I own two pairs, but I have 43 pairs of trainers. Wow. Says Liam. If you've got enough trainers, it can give the illusion of more jeans. <laughs> Henrik on the A40, heading home. Got you back here, Ritchie. Only ever owned two pairs. One to wear whilst uh, the pair is in the wash. Why have more? Well, where do you put your clothes? In like a little uh, Tupperware container or something? <laughs> this, this is madness. Now, look... Consistently there, people are saying around about two or three, but there are some eye-watering numbers coming in. These, this has got to be typos. We'll have to explore them next. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. The show of the week that we call Midweek Mayhem. It's home time on a Wednesday night. I'm down to two pairs of jeans. Is that right? Is that wrong? Bush owns 12. 12 pairs of jeans, mate. That's why we're questioning. That's why the 2019 home time jean audit is on. How many do you own? Some of the stuff that's coming into the show is very enlightening. Uh, guys, I have five pairs, says this person. Doesn't leave the name. One for dog walking stroke house jeans. One for decorating stroke gardening. Two good jeans for when I leave the house, e.g. go to the pub. And one for poshwear. <laughs> I love the different uh, horses for courses yeah. going on there. Love it. Uh, Skipper says, I don't have any jeans, but I have four pairs of chinos, though. It's an age thing. <laughs> Imagine that, four pairs of chinos. Uh, it's about to escalate. Gillian, tell us how many you have. 67... On G- the last count. What? Sorry, just in case people didn't properly pick up on that, you own 67 pairs of jeans, Gillian. 67. That's... <laughs> I... When did this all begin? When did, when did, did you start collecting them? Would you call yourself a jean collector? Um, it's just a case of going through the different um, kind of times. So there's, I, I did get rid of some recently. I gave them to a charity shop. So you got um, rid of you got, got rid of some and got down to sixty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what? I did. Gillian, <laughs> out of the sixty-seven, how many are in uh, active rotation? Um, probably about five pairs. <laughs> it depends what time of the year it is. This as is well. madness. Uh, are, there, are there any pairs <laughs> that you've never worn? You've got in your cupboard, but you've never worn? No. Okay, so you've given them all a run out at some point. I have. Gillian, I feel there's a Channel 5 documentary in you. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, what do you think about Richie with just two pairs of jeans, Gillian? How does that make you feel? It makes me sad. Very sad. Well, like, next time you're having a clear out, don't chuck him to charity. Give them to him. I was about to say, I reckon, I despite the fact you're Gillian and I'm Richie, you might have a pair that I could wear. I reckon you could. Maybe. How tall are you? Um, don't rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Wednesday's home time, halfway through the week and downhill to the weekend and indeed Christmas. It's Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. And speaking of which, it's an honour to welcome back to the show a legend who drives home about this time every Christmas and we're lucky enough to be joining him for the ride each day on Home Time. Who's this on the line? Who's it got in, Andy? Rich! There he is. Oh, it's great to hear from you. Listen, it's Chris Rea here. I'm driving over Christmas. Yes. I'm heading back to the northeast. I've been doing it Phil Collins' place just outside Luton on the A505. Oh, i got to tell you, lads, it's a canny horse Phil's got there. Wow. Aye, double glazing, fancy flagstones from B&Q in the garden. He's got a hot tub in the shape of Little Richard. <laughs> and incidentally, he's got a Little Richard in the shape of a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
<laughs> it's proper classy, lads. He's got a cinema, he's got gold taps in the bathroom, he's got a choice of three bogs, one for liquids, one for solids, and after his Mexican housekeeper did the cooking one day, he's got one for something in between. <laughs> Good old Can Phil. Good old Phil Collins. Good old Phil. I'm heading back to Middlesbrough, <laughs> and i got to tell you, I'm top to toe in tailback. Oh, there we are. Top to toe in tailbacks. This is a road to hell. Ron song, mate. Listen, I've just stopped off at the Bulldog Services near Bigglesway. Oh, right. Yes. I'm trained to be so good, I've bought one of them little grazing packs of dried nuts, fruit and grains. Lovely. Oh, lads, it goes straight through you. <laughs> oh, no. After I had a Lamberton butler outside by the Cornwall pasty stall, I had to come back into a veil myself with the toilet facilities. <laughs> oh, Chris. Pamo, Pamo. Listen, it's all fine, but some of them middle-aged ladies heading into the toilet there, they're wanting me to sign this, sign that, autograph the other. I mean, all I want to do is lighten the load, if you get me. <laughs> I tell you something, it's not just the ladies, I'm not joking. I sat on the bog and a hand comes underneath the partition holding a bit of paper. A disembodied voice from next door cubicle goes, would you mind signing this? A happy Christmas to all the lads a quick-fitting Darlington from Chris Ray. I'm joking, aren't you? For Christ's sake, man, I'm having a tom tit. <laughs> Any road. I've hopped back in the car and that's where I'm speaking to you now. Oh, so good to have you back on, Chris. Aye. The thing is, I'm driving home at Christmas. As yeah. you know, and anyone out there who sees us, give us a wave. You'll recognise the car as a sort of vehicle you'd expect a rock and roll fella of my means to drive. It's a Carney Renault. Oh, yeah. Carney Renault! <laughs> I, I did pick up a couple of lasses outside Northampton whose heads weren't remotely turned by the, the pint of Dracanoir <laughs> I sprayed on myself, so who knows? They could have been. <laughs> no, listen, I've put the back door on the Megan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, full of presents for the kids at home. I've economised this year, Carney lad. I've only spent a total of £18 pounds on my two lads. Mind wow. You, that's a couple of season tickets from Middlesbrough at the Riverside. <laughs> hey, I'm <laughs> seeing tomorrow up the borough. <laughs> oh, Cheers, Chris. On. Safe on the road. Take Bye. it easy. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. If ever I could demonstrate to you how listening to this Hometime show, Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio via our app gives you the ability to have different songs it's right now waitresses and christmas rapping on absolute radio stevie from kasabian on absolute radio 10s so there you go use the app and turn over <laughs> you can choose whatever uh, soundtrack you want uh, by listening to us through the app it's a free download uh, speaking of christmasy stuff uh, i just want to let you guys in on a festive ritual in the bush household and maybe share it with the rest of you maybe you do it already or maybe you will hear this what i'm about to say and think that's a brilliant idea we're going to do that too Every year, around about the same time, uh, in the lead-up to Christmas, uh, we get our coats on, get our big coats on, all jump in the car one evening night, weekday evening night, and then we drive to a thing that we call lighty-up houses. Right. We call the actual thing lighty-up houses. And basically, you drive to a little bit in your neighbourhood or your local area where you know that you've got a street where everybody has got good Christmas lights up. It's good going. Get out of the car, have a little yeah. walk around. And the one we went to this year, obviously, it's our first time doing it in the Leon C. Essex area. Uh, it's a place called Barling Magna. 
in Essex. Just it's about 20 minutes away from Leon Sea. We were driving around country lanes in the darkness, so it was a good build-up to it. And what I love about it, the whole like village or street has got involved, and every single one of them have got on-point Christmas lights. To the point where you'd pay five quid to have a walk around. Really? It's better than Hyde Park. Wow. There's like uh, windmills with Christmas lights on the end. The the, the 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 house right at the end had like a a throne with Christmas lights around it that you could sit in and get a selfie in. Amazing. This is just people's front gardens. I feel like I'm letting our street down this year uh, in that um, there's no lights up on the front of the house because um, last year I plugged the I plugged the lights in through uh, the room that is now our son's uh, front room. It's, right, okay. it's his red room. So it means that they could be on in the evening, but then he's gone to sleep. You know what it's like with a toddler? You don't want to suddenly wake them. No, not at all. And if I can't turn that light off overnight, I don't want that electricity bill going up. So you, uh, is everyone else in your street quite good with Christmas lights and yours yes. is kind of the black <laughs> hole in the centre? We center. are the black <laughs> hole at the end. <laughs> black hole of Calcutta. Well, look, if you, if you do light up houses, let us know. If you know a street near you that's got loads of good houses down there that other people should go and visit, or maybe it's your house, the direct opposite of Richie's, <laughs> get in touch now. Now you can text us at 12.15. Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hot day home time, it's Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. I've just been sharing my little Christmas tradition with you guys called Lighty Up Houses. Uh, it's where we all get in the, in the car, the Bush family put our big coats on and drive to a local street where everyone has got good Christmas lights going. And you must have a house in your neighbourhood uh, or a couple of houses together that always put in the extra effort uh, for Christmas lights. By that I mean people who put like a Santa going up the side of the house, <laughs> a windmill with lights on it, that kind of thing. Went to Barling Magazine in Essex uh, about a week or so ago and it was fantastic heartily recommend it uh, Kelly in Ashted says when I was a kid we used to visit both sets of grandparents on Boxing Day the changeover journey was always when it just got dark Ooh. so we would have a competition counting the Christmas lights one house with lights equals one point left hand side of the car against the right hand side of the car Somehow, my dad always won. <laughs> That's great. I love Hats it. Hats off to the dad in this situation. Obviously, driving the <laughs> driving the route that he knows. Yes, that is absolutely brilliant. I love it. Make a game out of it. If you get involved with lighting up houses, tell us about it now. Eight twelve fifteen. Time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, celebrating a hundred years of great value with their most wonderful deals. With wonderful savings just for you, Tesco Mobile. Every little helps just been talking about light-up houses when you drive to a local street to witness the quality of other people's Christmas lighting. Uh, Roy says, uh, I nearly called him Rory, but he's called Roy. I just said, Roy. <laughs> he says, I used to do this with my kids, but I don't think they'd enjoy it now as they're mid to late 20s. Hey, did you, you never know. Oh, wouldn't that be good to take some 20-odd-year-olds down there? Uh, also, a nod to the many people who have suggested that on my way home tonight, I pick up a timer switch for my plugs so that I can have lights <laughs> on <laughs> uh, rather than use the so they need to be plugged in in my son's room. We've been getting a lot of messages about uh, your over, your reluctance to have uh, <laughs> night, overnight Christmas lighting going on because of the cost. Hey, speaking of going home, I was reluctant to head home last night. I didn't know what I was going to get back to after uh, the um, messages and videos I was receiving from the uh, the darts, uh, which my wife had gone to the afternoon session at Alexandra Palace yesterday. So the the last we saw on the show last night, as far as I, I could tell, was just her with a pointy sponge hand singing yeah. a load of songs and stuff. For people. And I, as I walked into the front door last night, um, I was just met by this this giant foam hand. Oh, she brought on, it home with she her. She brought it home. She went home on the train with that. Went home on the train 
Yeah, with the giant foam hand, and I watched and I thought, all oh, right, okay, this is what it's going to be like. Actually, turned out not to be too bad. But she was okay. She was okay, and I ended up wearing the giant foam hand myself. Yes, uh, cheering on uh, a young lady called Fallon Sherrick last night, who became uh, the first woman to win a match at the PDC World Championship. It's incredible. So was she the one that ended up beating a darts player who looked like me? Because I was getting tweets from people all night saying, "All right, Bush, how's it going in the darts?" As it happens, yes, that was also the case. It's weird how this show sometimes <laughs> these little things overlap, isn't it? They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So, there you go, Richie sneezing again there at the end of the po- podcast. Uh, any further thoughts on a flaming bush? <laughs> it's making me cough even thinking about it. It's still a flat and reinforced no. Damn. There's no pleasing some people. <laughs> <laughs>